Credo Podcast with yours truly, Dante Credo. Uh, appreciate you all for tuning in or watching, however you are partaking of this event here. So shout out to all of my Spotify listeners, my Apple Podcast listeners, the Google, Amazon, uh, any other way you're listening through RSS feed. Uh, I just threw that in there as if I know what I'm talking about, but I really don't. But however you're listening to this, Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are watching on YouTube, shout out to all of my YouTube viewers. Uh, and for everyone, if you can consider subscribing to that YouTube channel at Talk My Credo, be greatly appreciated. But with all that being said, thank you guys for checking us out. Now, I told you guys a couple episodes ago that I'm going to come up with some snazzy, you know, bar heavy intro. And maybe an outro. I'm told I need an outro too. Um, that you know it's gonna be gonna be nice, but I haven't thought of it yet. So I'm kind of stumbling forward, if you will, if you haven't noticed already. And that's kind of the theme that I've been rocking with ever since the beginning of this podcast and the beginning of the YouTube channel and just a lot of things in my life right now. It's just um, a new mindset of I I don't have everything figured out. I don't even know what I'm doing when it comes to doing some of the things that I've recently partaken in and, and start to pick up. But as long as I'm moving forward now, whether it's I'm running or walking or crawling or, or stumbling, as long as it's going forward. And that was um, some very motivational words from a very, very close friend of mine uh, who really means a lot to me. So I really appreciate the advice of just just go for it. Just go for it. You don't have to sit and try to figure everything out from A to Z. And that's always been a crutch of mine. Uh, and I hope maybe some of you guys can can relate to that as well. But. Are you like that? Like you just, you, you have to figure everything out from A to Z. You have to dot every I and cross every T and you have to figure out every variable and even the what ifs, you know, you come across a what if, but you want to figure out even the what ifs and the hypotheticals to your hypotheticals and try to find the answer to rhetoricals. And so you, you try to have everything answered and mapped out. So then, okay, we're going to just follow it. And this is how it's going to work. And that's been me for a very, very long time. And honestly, just about everything that I do. So it always ends up finding myself behind the curve, having to catch up. Because even though I may be the first to kind of catch on to an idea, I think and think and overthink and overthink some more, but then try to plot, plan, plot, plan, plot, plan to the point where it's kind of picked up. Other people kind of noticed it too. And so they're going forth with it. And I'm like, well, well wait, this was my idea first, but it doesn't matter because they're going with it now. And here I am playing catch up. So for those who are like me, 
just compulsive overthinkers, we got to sometimes shut off our brains and just stumble forward. I think that's going to be the title of today's episode. Just stumble forward. We don't have to have everything figured out because most of the time it's going to blow up in your face anyway. Uh, I wish I had, and I'll probably throw it up because I'm going to, you know, edit this after I record this. Um, I'm going to show a picture of, and I'm sure you've seen it, but the the illustration that someone drew as far as um, illustrating the path of success, as far as what we think the path of success is and what it actually is. Um, we think the path of success is linear, where it's just straight, go straight forward in this one line, this one path, and it will lead you to success. But in reality, that must just be, it's a whole twist, turn, you going right, left, up, down, around, you know, figure eights and all that type of stuff. And I did so much movement there, just not my camera out of focus. <laughs> um, but the path of success is not a linear thing. It's not do A, B, C, D all the way through Z and it'll work. No, you, you're going to have to do A, F, W, Q, T, D, C, H, N, you know, Y, and then go back to A, and that's what we're going to have to do. So that's my motivational uh, speech for you today. Stumble forward. Do it. It doesn't matter who supports you or who doesn't support you. Just do it. Stumble forward, keep going, and those who are meant for you, they'll be for you. All right, so now, as I wait for my camera to stop being stupid, come on, come on back into focus. This whole autofocusing thing is um, a little weird. But uh, with all that said, just again, thank you guys for tuning in. And I gave you guys the motivation for the day, so let's jump right into some wretchedity. Uh, a little bit of ratchetness, a ratchetness, if you will. Um, I just found this to be very, very funny. Uh, almost as funny. Well, I can't say almost as funny. Just it's it's disgusting. Let, let, let me preface by saying this: it's disgusting. What the little news clip that I came across while perusing social media, but so funny, and I tell you why. Because apparently, I have a sick sense of humor. Mississippi man was arrested a couple days ago um, for skeeting, skeet, 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 and his co-workers food and drink. Um, and he was so bold about it, he he recorded himself doing it uh, multiple times and putting it on social media where he eventually got arrested for. Uh, so I looked at this and I was like, you know, first of all, this is absolutely disgusting. Second of all, the clip wouldn't show or detail that a man was arrested for skeeting in a co-worker's food or drink. It would be man is arrested for killing the man that skeeting in a co-worker's food and drink. You know, um, but what I saw or found was funny. I was like, you know what? I wonder how many times has this happened? So you just do a quick search just just to see just man you know masturbating in someone's food 
or just person or whatever. And just there's so many news clips just in the last couple of years. And I'm just like, wow, America is, uh, we have some very, very sick people here in America. And that's putting it lightly, putting it very light, light. like what, what, <laughs> what now? But at the same time, you know, uh, there are some people that I wouldn't mind, you know, I, I mean, just, you know, a nice little, you know, spit up in your stuff. Like, man, I'm not going that far. I'm not going to beat off to you. And here you go. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was really disgusting. So I just figured after I motivate you, I weird you out a little bit. So there you go. You're welcome. Um, I know for those you for those of you who are watching, like you see my fit right now, and and I like nice and bright right now with the orange and the graffiti type thing. You know, it's because your boy is celebrating. He's celebrating. Your he recently turned a year older. Uh, not exactly today. By the time you hear this, but it will be like yesterday for you. Um, so, uh, it was, it's my birthday. So I figured I would hit you guys with a happy birthday pod, a birthday edition podcast just to kind of celebrate. Cause I figured, you know, um, there's not much that we can do here in 2020 with the, you know, COVID-19, the COVID is still uh, running rampant and things of that nature. So I was like, you know what, let me sit here and just chill with my people and let me just talk to my people. Um, and motivate them and then weird them out all at the same time. But yeah, yeah, that's a, a big reason why I feel how um, how I'm feeling at the moment as far as stumbling forward and just doing what you need to do to reach your goals, to succeed. And hey, my camera's finally back in the focus. So yeah, we're gonna have to fix that later. Um, but yeah, it's a year older. And, you know, you, um, I've always been taught to kind of look to yourself, analyze yourself, uh, kind of give those progress reports for yourself. And, and even though it does come naturally, I believe with all of us, because we are our own worst critics. So of course it is not so much of just trying to be, uh, overly hard on ourselves and just always trying to beat, beat ourselves down, but just to be honest with ourselves, to really look in the mirror and to say, okay, I really need to work on this. Okay. I, I didn't do this so well, or, uh, even something uplifting like, okay, you, you did a really good job and may not have met the mark that you would like, you know, because again, we are like overly critical of ourselves, but we made progress. And I like to do that, especially when I, when I turn a year older, you know, just let's look at, life let's appreciate life let's celebrate the accomplishments let's learn from the defeats and we may not have it figured out we will never have it figured out but stumble forward all right so that's your second motivational thing for the day um so what is there to talk about man like uh y'all know me the nba season starts uh, Tuesday, is it Tuesday the 22nd? What date does, does that fall on? Yeah, Tuesday the 22nd. And I'm actually off that day. No post office work for me. So, yeah, I'm going to be there. Well, not necessarily there, but like right there in front of my TV. Um, watching some of these NBA games, man, because I am, 
I'm just happy that basketball is back and just all of the the drama. And I know I talked about this the last podcast, but um, I won't get too much into it. But I'm a big basketball fan, so I'm going to talk about basketball. I, I am. Uh, and you're going to see me uh, stand and fanboy over the Miami Heat uh, and say a lot of irrational things when it comes to the Miami Heat. So, yep, brace yourself. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of episodes, we uploaded the last episode. That, that was episode six, uh, how it all began. Uh, we knew when when it was uploaded that, yeah, the audio wasn't going to be good. The video wasn't going to be good, but we figured that it was a, a nice a nice way to kind of look and see where we started and and where we're progressing to. And again, let me kind of backtrack once again. Yes, of course, it's me, but for those who may be looking for uh, Craig Mack, Big E, of course they're not here, but they send their regards. Uh, I just kind of sat down and turned on the camera and turned on the microphone. I'm actually using a new microphone right now. I'm using this Bluebird, baby. Woo, sexy little thing. Uh, but I need to get like windscreens and pop filters and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't mess up, you know, plosives and all that type of stuff. Um, but it was just a good way for us to see where we started from. Uh, and so much so that I thought that I lost the footage, which some of you probably would have the opinion that I probably should have kept it lost. Um, but I just thought it was good just to kind of look and see like, this is where we started from y'all. This is how we started. And you know, stumble forward. I'm probably going to say that a lot more times, several more times throughout this podcast. And I promise it won't be too, too long, but there are a couple of things that I, I would like to just go over, uh, and to give my opinions on, and then we out of here. I'm playing video games for the rest of the night. You know, this is my birthday weekend. And we gonna party. Kinda. In in the quarantine sense. So we got a couple Mike's Hard Lemonades. I got my jelly cream pies. Don't ask. And yeah, it is on. Hi. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. This is uh, another solo dolo attempt. Not no one's ghosted me or anything like that. I just kind of just wanted to sit down and talk with everybody uh, and hang out. So yeah, they will be here on the next one because we schedule these every Sunday. Um, so we're gonna rock it out on Sunday. We're gonna have a good time, uh, and then you know we're just still trying to learn different ways of you know incorporating you guys into it. So if you like to come in and just you know talk about whatever and we will have that dialogue with you or a debate or an argument whatever but we will have a good time nonetheless we're figuring that out and because there are a lot of you that i would actually like to bring on and just interview and just give some exposure to as we kind of build up our platform but you know one thing that i will always base this platform on is this is a place where you will come here and you will talk your shit 
and you will be able to talk it. I'm about to make up a word unadulteratedly. <laughs> okay. Fun fact. Back when I was in the church, there was a, a pastor who I sat under Bishop Frank and pastor Jonel Summerfield rest in peace to the both of them. Um, he actually gave me my Christian rap name, a JB real, which stands stood for just be real. And we'll talk about all that backstory stuff later. Um, but he will always add L Y to words and it would just be so hilarious and great to me because I do the same thing. I love making up words. And so now I have a pastor who's making up words as he preaches. Um, uh, so, all right. So anyway, this will be a platform where you can come here, speak your truth. Um, now I say speak your truth, but that doesn't mean that it will be or considered or taken as the truth. Uh, we will be grounded around the truth, but you will not be criticized, ostracized and all that type of things for speaking what you believe in. This will be a platform for growth. This will be a platform for open, honest, and sincere discussion. And whatever the idea or thought may be, we're going to go through it, hash it out, and we're going to get to the truth. All right? All right. So, um, but yeah, we posted that last episode knowing that the audio was trash, knowing that the video was trash, but it was just a nice place because you know you see your shows y'all watch your netflix and your disney pluses and um well i don't know depends if you actually watch netflix because you know that yeah of course there's netflix and chill and there's disney plus and bus and there's what else is there um i mean there's hulu what do you do with hulu netflix and chill disney plus and bus Hulu and Juju. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. All right. I'll figure it out. See, I should be better than this because, like, I'm a rapper. I should, I should like, have this stuff already, like, embedded. It should be a sense, a sixth sense. But anyway, um, I want to know, and it's just a question, and then we can talk about this, you know, in the comments, or we can talk, you know, hit me up, uh, shoot me an email about your thoughts. At, uh, at talkmycredo at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. And and then in that email, let me know if you want me to address it on the next podcast. You know, what do you think of that? But what do you do when taking the high road leads you to be seemingly stuck in a ditch? You know, we always are taught, even when growing up, We you know, we talked about uh, and our parents always teach us about morality and ethics and always doing the right thing. Even if everyone else is doing the wrong thing, just do what you know is right. But what do you do or how do you respond to situations when you know you're doing the right thing, but you end up taking a loss, even a major loss for it. Maybe you lose your job. Maybe, you know, just a relationship is lost or broken or fractured or just, you know, negatively affected or just in some way, you knowing you're doing the right thing and it just doesn't work out. What do you do? Now, for me, I have what's called a fuck it button to where now it's really hard to get me to press this fuck it button. But when I press this fuck it button, um, 
that's pretty much it. It is it's cold turkey, heart turned cold. You are dead. It is dead to me. You never existed. Um, but and I think for for those who kind of wear your heart on your sleeve, you kind of have to have that fail switch because you're just such a bleeding heart over everything. So just everything affects you, especially if it's something that you are emotionally invested in. Um, but even still, what do you do? You know, because right now, and I know a lot of us can come out with a lot of examples of how the world seems to not glorify doing what's actually right. Because it's not about what's actually right or true. It's just what you believe or what you can prove. And there's a lot of smoke and mirrors when it comes to the world. And as idealistic as we are taught growing up, we are quickly seen or quickly shown that sometimes, if not most of the time, right doesn't always prevail. The good guy doesn't always win. If he ever wins, at least not like our favorite cartoons, you know, the, the mystery isn't always solved with the bad guy tripping over a banana peel and the mystery squad and the mystery machine and those meddling kids, you know, pulls the mask off of the scary ghost. And we find that it's your creepy janitor from high school who was mad because you threw a whole carton of chocolate milk away. I don't know why you would do it because chocolate milk is delicious, but still you get what I'm saying. Um, so I'm just cool. So that's my question of the day. What will you do? Or how do you respond to when you are holding on to ethics and morality and you still take that L? You know, I know Michelle Obama says when they go low, we go high. But what if you go high and you remain to go high, but then you look up and find yourself really, really low? Not because you went there, but because you've been placed there. All right. So in politics, political news, and I've been doing, I've been trying to make a conscious effort of not really talking too much about politics, even though it's such a huge game to be played because you see a lot of people that make a lot of stupid choices in my personal opinion, because they want to get in the game. They want to be famous politically. Y'all remember that chick, Kim Klasik? You know, she had that viral video walking through Baltimore, um, you know, because she really cared about the black community and, you know, she really wanted to do some really good things. Um, and look at what the Democrats are doing to our cities. They haven't done anything. So let's go to um, the Republican side and let's just let's do it, guys. And, and it went viral. Um, but she ended up getting her ass whooped. Like bad in the election for for Baltimore like I don't have the numbers in front of me but I will put them up right now but she got beat bad why because she thought clicks would equal votes just because your your video went viral doesn't actually mean that you have substance especially if you ain't really outside you know but you have your Kim Clasics you have your Brandon Tatums you have your you know, your other people, your Terrence Williams, you know, all of these people who use Trump, uh -oh, all of these people who use Trump to break into the game. You remember Beverly Beatty? You remember who she was? 
She was the the chick who uh, would go up in New York, even though I think she's from somewhere from down south. I, I I want to say Carolina, even though I would be highly embarrassed if she was from Carolina. But I think she's from somewhere down here. Um, but she was the one that poured the you know the paint over the Black Lives Matter murals up in New York, and was chanting things, you know, like refund the police uh, and, you know, Jesus matters. And she was with that chick who looked like she was the the black chick off of The Walking Dead. And she probably was because the way her eyes, uh, her crazy eyes was, you know, like his name is Jesus. When people was trying to approach them like, yo, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And she was like, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And I was like, all right. His his name is Rick James. What did the five fingers say to the face? All right, so um, <laughs> so you remember her? You know she did what she did to break into the game. I think she eventually got stabbed. I think she got didn't she get stabbed, Beverly Beatty? But these type of people, you see the opportunity to break into the game and to cater to a particular audience that you know, this sides with Trump. It's a Republican conservative um, audience that all you got to do is say a few talking points, stand, stand on those talking points, and you know, you're in there. Now you're getting hundreds of thousands of views. Then all of a sudden you open it up your Patreon. Uh, then all of a sudden you have uh, you know, your super chats and, you know, you have a merch store. Now, of course, I'm going to have all this stuff too. I am, but it's going to be created authentically. It's not going to be a gimmick. It's not going to be, uh, you know, a political ploy. Uh, it's not going to be like Tommy Lauren. Just, you know, you. it's not going to be the identity politic game. You're going to appreciate what I do and how I do it and the grind and the work and, and the service I bring to y'all because it's authentic. I don't believe these people are authentic. But I said all that to say this. It's real easy to break into the political game. And I've made a couple political videos myself um, because I do have opinions when it comes to politics, especially now I'm a little older. And, you know, now I'm interested in seeing and knowing who these people are who are making policies that affect me and affect my community. And it's not even so much of, of, as I mentioned before, it's not even so much of the figures there, but the people who support these figures. So I'm not even really looking at Donald Trump. I know what Donald Trump is, but I'm looking at the people who support him. And it's not so much of looking at Joe Biden. Well, in this particular case, he is the exception to the rule. I am looking at Joe Biden because he's just as bad, if not worse than Donald Trump. But I'm also looking at those who supported him and who were stupid enough to think that supporting him that we would, as far as in this specific case, the black community would somehow get some progression and some relief to their overwhelmingly disenfranchised position. But that's not the case. Uh, recently, Joe Biden sat down with some civil rights leaders to basically tell them you uppity Negroes need to stay in your place, stay in your place. And I'm not worried about your little issues. I'm not going to deal with whatever little movements you got going on right now. I ain't got time. You, we, we going to worry about whatever you 
got going on over there. We're going to deal with that on my time, not yours. So stand back, stand by, and then we do this when I'm ready to. Yep, he got all them Negroes in check. He cracked that whip. Now, of course, I'm, I'm giving my interpretation, but uh, if you do not know, recently, earlier this week, there was a leaked audio of the meeting that Joe Biden had with uh, some civil rights leaders. Uh, and more, more specifically, the issue was about uh, the movement, so to speak, over defunding the police. And I find it hilarious. And I don't know if this is hilarious for Democrats and liberals or Republicans, conservatives, but it seems like every single notion or movement or phrase that is created, it, it all, it always becomes such a polarizing thing. Like it, it just becomes so misconstrued and open to interpretation and just, just such a topic of discussion to where you literally forget the meaning behind the phrase or the intent behind the phrase. Black Lives Matter was created. But for some reason, people honestly sat here and thought that the phrase itself, those three words of Black Lives Matter, people thought and believed that it meant only Black Lives Matter or black lives matter more or saying black lives matter is a dog whistle to say white lives don't matter so you have this entire polarizing argument that has lasted for seven years black lives matter the phrase was created in 2013 2013 and for seven years these three words have been debated and argued co-opted um what's the phrase i'm using uh, that, I, that i want to use basically when they take something and thrust it into mainstream media to make money off of it i'm not even trying to be sarcastic i really can't think of the word but you know what i'm saying um, they've done it with all sorts of things throughout the black community. Um, even so much of now there's all lives matter. No, it's not just, it's not only black lives, all lives matter. Like idiot, idiot. I, and I just shake my head and anyone who still does not understand what black lives matter means. Um, and that was before the actual organization that ris that you know have risen and uh, basically co-opted the message and basically is a front for the LGBTQ community and their movement. But it's also is always funny. I just find it so funny that blacks are always the shield for things. You know, when we were slaves, we were thrusted into fighting wars. Guess who was on the front lines? Because we were nothing considered to be nothing more than cannon fodder. Who, you know, just always the first when y'all have some new vaccine, 
or something to do um, or some study, who, who do you want to test it out on? You know, you want to quell the population. Who do you go to to do that? Seem to be the first when it comes to these things. Um, but I digress. And speaking of BLM and Joe Biden having this uh, sit down with civil rights leaders, uh, mainly talking about defund the police and uh, basically piggybacking off of what Obama said. Barack Obama sat down and basically said, well, you know, the the phrase just saying to fund the police is such a polarizing thing. Again, I'm para I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, just we need to have a better meaning because just saying to fund the police, people are already just going to automatically assume defund the police means abolish the police. And then you're not going to get anywhere because it's going to create such tension because the same thing happened with, with the phrase black lives matter, such contention, such confusion. But what are you confused about? But I tell you what, that phrase brought the races out, even though now it's a, it's a, it's a feigned LGBTQ movement, I believe. Um, y'all really got triggered. It brought the racism right out of a lot of y'all. It did. It did. And it was, it was a joy to watch. I enjoyed watching the racism just ooze out of you. And that's not even using the term as lightly or watered down as people are using it today. I, I saw it oozing out of you people and it was an absolute joy to see i was sitting there like that michael jackson meme with the popcorn which of course for us older types we know that was from thriller the video but sitting there with the popcorn yeah i was michael jackson with the popcorn just watching it all just yeah oh oh that's great <laughs> Ooh, that came out you strong yeah the force is strong within you the force is strong with this one this one the force is strong in my Yoda voice. Um, but my thoughts on that. First with defund the police. Um, of course. I, I don't really care to. To. Support. Or you know not support either way. I'm just kind of like eh. As I am with a lot of things. Because but I do understand. What defund the police means. No, it doesn't mean abolish the police, but you know, again, you hear what you hear and I believe it's on purpose, but with everything that's going on, especially in our community, in the black community. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I, I can see we're defunding the police and reallocating a lot of the money and stuff, put it into schools and put it into you know, because there's there's more money in prisons than there is in education in schools. Yeah, I think I'm actually taking a stance right now, live, so to speak, kind of. Yep, I think I think I will support defunding police and what it actually means. Well, it's the same way that I support Black Lives Matter and what it actually means, um, not what conservatives and republicans wanted to mean and not what these you know people like antifa and all these other people who have stolen and co-opted this movement to push other agendas under the name black lives matter means not even with you idiots either 
But for the state and sake of our community, yeah. Yeah. Let's invest in education. Let's get our children educated. Because underfunded, underutilized schools, yeah. School to prison pipeline. No education. Get our kids educated. And we can teach them to not always reach for low hanging fruit, to not always feel like, you know, we have to do the things that are prevalent in our communities to even survive. We'll go on to that. But people really are feeling like Joe Biden has betrayed them. Because uh, when it comes to this uh, defund the police thing, and I know I've gone off on a lot of tangents, and I'm going to get off this subject because it's, it's pretty cut and dry. But he basically said, you know, we're not going to, you know, have any aggressive executive actions to be taken, not even taking actions to undo the things that the Trump administration has done. We're not going to do, we're not going to be aggressive in, in making those type of executive decisions. We're going to let time tell the tale and we're going to let those things kind of work themselves out but we're going to wait we're going to wait and see what happen happens in the senate race in georgia so let's wait to after january 5th um so let's just kind of just chill let's just wait for january 5th to see what happens but a lot of us were like but you won georgia you won georgia the electoral college has voted for you. It's over, over. The Supreme Court just uh, shot down Trump's final Hail Mary. It's over, over, over. You won. So a lot of people's like, that's not what you was talking about it while you was up there on those debates. You were singing a, a, a different tune. Now, um, I'm going to get her name wrong, but forgive me. Teslin Figaro, I believe she called her from a mile away. Uh, she has, uh, really like her content. Shout out to her. Um, she called it out that Joe Biden is not going to, he, he, he is mainly a centrist, which I kind of, fall in the center there um, when it comes to most politics uh, I just don't understand how you can take such a hard stance on some things because a lot of things do have context but that's neither here nor there but people feel like Joe Biden has let them down I don't really blame them um, because it seems to be seems to be like this concern trolling that you call it like you know, well, what about the name? I was like, damn the name. Don't give a damn about the name. The conversation's being had, so something's working. And we know what it means. We we will explain it until the cows come home. And I'm saying we as if I'm a part of the movement, but I'm not. But it's like, we will explain it until the cows come home. But we, damn the name and what the means and what people may uh, misconstrue it to be because people will always misconstrue, especially if they're your opposition. And one thing that conservatives and Republicans are very, very, very good at and that's twisting up some shit. They will twist up a message or phrase or wording, whatever, and make it seem like it's something completely different. They're really, really, really good at that. Uh, for the last four years, we've seen 
credible news outlets just be completely disregarded. People fall behind them. Nope, you're fake news. I'm not going to believe you. You're fake. Um. So that's that. But I'm really interested in seeing how people will now follow Joe Biden now because you voted him in. You did it. What were you expecting to happen? You thought he was going to what? Keep his word? And it's not even on, uh, you know, the defunding the police thing or whatever, but it's just the executive actions uh, that he's taken. And we know that he's is more of a centrist and he's not going to be side and letting you progressives just run amok. Nah. He did what he did to get elected. The same thing Trump is trying to do to get reelected. He just did what he did to win. He didn't have your people's interest at heart. Congratulations. You played yourself. Dummies. Yeah, I bet you uh, still laughing at Ice Cube now. Ice Cube just came out with a like, okay, where's that black bell out again? I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. What's up? Yeah, but he was the coon, huh? Yeah, he, he was the one that was being used and played. Huh? Yeah. Dummies. Y'all thought Biden was going to do something for y'all. <laughs> ah, dummies. You played yourself. All right. So with this said, <laughs> moving on, uh, I've noticed and maybe it's just me, but it seems like they are doing a lot of advertising of this vaccine to the black community. So much so that they're doing the main things that will always get our attention. Singing and dancing. There's been uh, quite a few videos like the one I'm going to post here. But but the, for those that are listening, it's just basically a bunch of black people dancing in front of a hospital. Trying to uh, convince and coax people, black people, to come on in and get this vaccine. You know, all you got to do is bring out uh, the electric slide, the cha-cha slide, the Cupid shuffle, you know, the wobble. Just bring out some dance. But you, you want to know what will really bring them? And I'm about to let the secret out the bag. And you don't even have to play the whole song. All you got to do is play the first 15 seconds of this song. Now, because of YouTube and how strict they are with copyright strikes and stuff, I will not play it. But I, I you know, I, I may or may not mention that the first few seconds, the song goes like, you know, Cash Money Records taking over for the 99-2000. All you got to do is just play that, those first 10 to 15 seconds. You got us. We in there. What? Because, you know, the girl's going to come like, ah. And then the dudes are going to follow. Oh, Ratchet's over here? Oh, girl. Oh, shaking your ass? And I'm in there. See if I can get me something. So you got all of us. <laughs> that was such a stupid take. But I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But what's true is true. It seemed to be a lot, a lot, a lot of just propaganda advertisement that's trying to get the black community to, to trust in this vaccine. And we have every reason to not be trusting at all, at all. And 
they're like, but come on, it's okay. Dr. Fauci comes out and was like, you know what, well, black people really should consider taking this because it was a black woman they helped develop it. So that's really important, black people. I mean, one of your own. <laughs> like, how dog whistly racist is that? <laughs> come on, black people. I mean, it was one of you jigaboos that, that developed the thing, so <laughs> you should take it based off that. Off GP, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. Fauci could have just sat there and just said that and wouldn't be like eh. it's almost as similar to Donald Trump what the hell you got to lose like alright black people your, your, your cities are shitty you poor you broke you stupid vote for me what do you got to lose <laughs> because even if nothing happened I mean you still broke stupid your cities are shitty and nobody cares about you. So you ain't got nothing to lose. So you might as well vote for me because you're going to be where exactly where you are anyway, regardless of what happens. <laughs> and guess what? We're exactly where we are outside of the, the bootlickers who thought riding the Trump wave would, uh, would help them out. Even that rapper dude who, uh, got real big i forgot his name but he got big on grifting for trump and then died because he allegedly was uh giving women aids i forgot exactly what he died for but right after he died a lot of women came out and was like yeah he was giving people aids and stuff um but not like his name matters anyway but rest in peace to him uh, only god can judge him um and the women he allegedly gave uh, age to. Uh, so, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, the last podcast, I, I, I said it in the last podcast, I'll say just please, 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 please be informed. I'm making jokes and I am making light. And I am honestly offended at the, the, the targeting of the black community because I, I, I have yet to see any type of advertisement towards any other ethnic group of people as far as taking this vaccine. So I, I haven't seen any Hispanic propaganda or advertisements to take this vaccine. I've seen any Jewish or Irish. White. <laughs> so I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. And now I, I went skimming for it. I really didn't dig for it. But the fact that if I have to dig to find it, then that's a problem because I didn't have to dig to find this stuff. I didn't have to dig to find black people dancing in front of a hospital, trying to convince black people to come get a vaccine. I didn't have to search for that. Like I didn't have to search for these news outlets sitting down with old black people. And it's like, why do you think black people won't take the vaccine? Why do you think they're so skeptical? Why could it be like, like I, I don't see any, I don't see y'all doing anything with anything. But why are you so concerned about us taking it? That's all I'm asking. Why are you so concerned with us? Like, stop playing with me. Shit. <laughs> so, oh man, because I promise, if I hear it, if I see a, a get your booty to the polls commercial, I'm gonna lose my shit. Like it's gonna be officially lost. Like. Do y'all remember that god-awful voting thing with the strippers? 
It was like, get your booty to the pole. And they was like stripping, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then trying to speak on social issues while they busting it open. <laughs> so gonna get your booty to the pole. Like, you know, just, just throw out a jingle and a rhyme. It'll work every time. You see what I did there? Uh, like I'm saying, if, if I see a get your back and spleen to get the vaccine. <laughs> okay. I got to work on these things. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to work on anything. My freestyling is, 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 um, uh, is a little rusty. That's all. That's all. But I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Let's see. Vaccine. I'm back mean. Stop simping that lean. Come over here. Get that vaccine on. Uh. Bars. Stop playing. It ain't over to the fat scene. We gonna keep rocking. So keep clapping. And when it's all over, we're gonna drug you to make you get the vaccine. Hey, bars. <laughs> Alright, never mind me. <laughs> never mind. Fine. Alright, I'm gonna keep working. Dang, I can like see and feel the collective eye rolls. Dang, stop hating. Dang, don't be mad because I don't know what you be mad about. But uh, all right, I'm going to stop torturing y'all. But, oh, yo, no, 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 no. There's, um, I don't know if I should talk about this because it, it, it just, it pisses me off. This really pisses me off. Larsa Pippen. I call her Larsa Pimpin. Um, famous for being a hoe. Basically, it. She was. She was like. She wants to be in that. Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Kim Kardashian. That lane, like she wants to be in that lane. For those who don't know who she is as well as you should not know or even care who she is. Uh, she is the former wife of basketball, a retired basketball star, Scottie Pippen. Yes, that's Scottie Pippen, who played with Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, but still in his own right, is still a Hall of Fame, all-star, all-time great in of itself. Uh, they were together for 19, 20 years or so, had four children. But then all of a sudden, Scottie Pippen filed for a divorce. You know, speculation that she was cheating. Um, and, but then they attempted to, you know, reconcile. But then she filed for divorce sometime after the reconciliation. And ever since then, you know, basically think she was cheating again. Uh, for those who are close to the rumor mill, you know, she was rumored to be cheating with Future, doing this whole thing with her husband or ex-husband. Um, and since then, just been rumored to having flings and being with every celebrity guy you can possibly think of, mainly the basketball players. You know, basketball players and rappers. You know, 
where have we seen this before? She is now back in the in the spotlight where basically she does all of these things. Uh, never mind her marriage and, you know, to her husband and children of uh, four children. Rather, I don't know how I was about to word that one. Um, she's back into the spotlight because recently she was spotted in Miami holding hands with another basketball player by the name of Malik Beasley. Now, Malik Beasley is no one special in the NBA. He's just more like your role player, but doesn't even matter. He's in the NBA, so you know he's getting paid some kind of money. So he was spot. she was spotted in Miami holding hands and all cuddled up with Malik Beasley. But the one problem is, during the time that this picture was taken, Malik Beasley was married. He was married to a young lady by the name of Montana Yao, um, who he has also had a baby with. And the child is about 18 months, about the same age as my son. So while you was caught out in public holding hands with Larsa Pippen, and might I add, Larsa Pippen is 46 years old. Malik Beasley is 24 years old. So, but while you was out here with this woman, you, your wife was at home with your child. And since then, the wife, Montana Yao, has filed for divorce. Rightfully so. And while the divorce has been filed, now they are, you know, posting more pictures of them, Malik and Larsa, cuddled up, hugged up, you know, leaving cute pictures uh, or cute messages under each other's pictures. And, you know, just love is in the air. And it makes me want to fucking puke. It makes me want to throw up. Because this, this stinks. This stinks so bad. And this is... This is absolute, absolute bullshit. This is like, this is Alicia Keys and Switch Beats. But at the same time, it's not. But it's it's the same premise. It's the same start. Because the difference between this one and Alicia Keys, now, and this probably wasn't even a good example to make, but this is not even going to last. Malik Beasley... And it's not even so much that I'm upset at Larsa Pippen because we know what she is. We know what she is. We know what she wants. She first got that public spotlight of being on um, Real Housewives, one of them Real Housewives uh, shows. So, And you know what those shows are about. She got the bug. So now she needs the spotlight. She's been longtime friends with the Kardashian crew. So just saying that you already know what she's about. You know what she wants. You know what she's after. Malik Beasley is 24 years old. And you literally destroyed your home. For a woman who's twice your wife's age. Montana Yao is 23 years old. She just had your son. 
your wife and you destroyed your home for a 46 year old woman who I wouldn't even give a year you won't even last a year with her and I'm not even so much pissed off at loss of pimping because again I know what she is I'm pissed off at Malik Beasley because that speaks to an issue that black men really don't want to talk about. Now, there have been some instances, and there's been some conversations about it before, but the notion is very, very prevalent, especially among black men, especially black men coming from the hood. This dude, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to go off, y'all. Like, so just please, just bear with me, because I don't want to go off. Malik Beasley is a failure of a black man. Now, he's not a surefire. He he fits this mold the way O.J. Simpson fit that glove. It doesn't perfectly fit, but it still fits well enough. Black men, where we're coming from, where we come from, we don't feel like we've made it. We don't feel like we've achieved that success until we have that exotic looking woman on our arm. Fuck the quiches. Fuck the Toyas. Fuck the black women. They're not a trophy. And not to say that you're trophy women, but you understand what I'm saying. Black women, you're not a prize. When I get to be successful to me, because you're right here in the struggle with me. I see the Keishas and Toyas every day. Like, uh, that, that's that's not having you on my arm is not feeling like I made it, cause you know I was fucking on y'all while you know I'm in the hood. I'm in the hood fucking the Keishas and Toyas until I get that exotic looking one. Larsa Pippen is a Syrian, something like that. Mom was from Lebanon and dad was from somewhere over there. Syria, I guess. But we don't think we have success until we get up there and we start fucking those type of women. But if not, we get the white women. We're not successful until we get someone else. That's what pisses me off. And please don't try to tell me that I'm reaching. I know I'm not reaching. I know I'm right at home. I'm right at home. I'm I'm on it and I know I am. That's why he did it. But even still, but even still, his wife, why I say this doesn't perfectly fit for him specifically, because his wife is mixed white and Asian or something like that. As you can probably possibly, you know, tell by the name, Montana Yao. But even still. It didn't even matter. It doesn't matter to him. 
because this is a desirable woman. And let me tell you something else when it comes to men and how men are just simps. Simps and groupies. Men are groupy ass niggas. Let's just go ahead. To, okay, let's just take all the professionalism out the way. All right. Let me talk my shit. This is talk my credo. Let me, let me talk my shit. Men are groupy ass niggas. Goofy. Goofy, simp ass niggas. Because it's not even so much that the women that they go after, they go after because they know that their favorite rapper or their favorite basketball player or their favorite actor or athlete fuck that woman. So, hey, hey, if I can get you, then, hey, that puts me... You know, I'm going after you because, nah, I used to fuck with Future. Nah, I used to fuck with Scottie Pippen. He's a Hall of Famer. That's what we do. There's no way, there's no way around. There's no, like, what we is, we're just as, we're just as big of groupies as we expect and, and claim women to be. Men are just as big as groupies. If not bigger. Bunch of beta ass niggas. Stupid ass niggas. Because we think, we think them quote unquote exotic women with the long hair down their back. It's real. It's all yours. Oh, you light skin? Oh, okay. Yeah, nah. You on my arm? Then I really made it. Look, look where I come from. I come from the hood. Now I got this woman on my arm. And they don't give a fuck about you. The only thing they want is black dick and your money. Show me the lie. This dumbass nigga gave up, broke up his house, his home, his wife and child for a woman twice his wife's age. For what? For what? Are y'all going to get married? Are y'all going to have kids? What's going to happen, Malik? What are you going to do? Nothing. I won't even give it to the end of the season. Y'all got 72 games. How many games will you even play? Because you're not. I just can't stand these stupid simp ass niggas. Selfish. Selfish, groupy, simp ass niggas. What the hell is Larsa Pippen going to do for you? What is she going to do for you? What does she offer? Pussy is pussy. You can only suck dick and ride dick, but, but so good. What do you have to offer? Now, I'll give her her due diligence. I'll shoot some bail. Yeah, you went to college. You got a college degree. What, like political science or something like that? But we see what she do. I don't understand it. I honestly don't understand it. I don't understand what goes on in the mind of these simp-ass niggas, these beta male simp-ass niggas. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And to be even more honest, plot twist, another reason why I'm so pissed off at the likes of Malik Beasley, that was almost me. On a much, 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 smaller scale of course I'm not an all-star athlete 
I'm a recording artist. I rap and sing, but you know, y'all probably haven't heard any of my songs. That's fine. But it was almost me. And I will tell that story because it is the grace of God. Whatever God you believe in, even if you don't believe in a God, it was the universe. It was the spirits. It was whatever it is, whatever metaphysical power that you acknowledge. It took that grace to save my home. Because that could have been me running off with some stupid ass woman that doesn't want anything from me, but just a part of the game. She's just playing the game and you fall for it. Thank God I was woke. I became woke. No pun intended. Well, yeah, all puns intended, but we'll tell that story. But I don't even know. I don't even know. So yeah, I'm I'm at, I see myself in him because I had a very similar experience again on a much much smaller scale. Uh, and so yeah, I guess for a particular point in my life, I was a beta male simp ass nigga because I am because I thought that. This particular woman, I made it. She wants me. She's interested in me. Oh, yeah, but I'm married with children. What? Nah, she wants me like for real, for real. Nah, it's worth it. She She's saying everything. She's saying all the right things to me. Or she seems to know my language. Yeah. And then taking a closer look, thank God I was able to see the bullshit and then realize what the fuck am I doing? I honestly really shouldn't be here as far as the house that I'm in right now, but and that's not showing any weakness on her part. She is the strongest human being I know. My wife is the strongest human being I know. And me as a man, I would be honored to just have half of her strength as a man. So, Malik Beasley, I really do hope that really, 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 really soon you snap out of that dumbass bullshit. You snap out of that beta male, simp-ass nigga moment thinking that she has all the answers for you. Thinking that she is the one. She posted a picture on Instagram that's like, what makes you happy? And then you go under in the comments and like you with the heart emoji, he he he, he is so cute. All within a week of your wife filing for divorce from you. You think it's a game. I did too. But do not lose your family, man. But I know it's part of the game, so you probably don't even care. You like, I'm 24 years old. What 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 do I need to be married for it anyway? I mean, that's what the other one was telling. That's what mom was telling me. You don't need to be married. Why are you married any anyway? You in the NBA. You you get 
you know, you're going to have millions and millions upon dollars by the end of your playing career. Don't fall for these games, man. Don't fall for these games because right now you look stupid as fuck. You look stupid. Absolutely stupid. And that's coming from someone who was stupid. So I am speaking from experience. So I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Get out of that. Get out of that bullshit. Get out of it. All right, I'm done. I'm done. So very soon, we're definitely going to talk about my experience. And it's going to be an embarrassing as hell episode. But we're going to talk about it. Because I feel like ultimately it will help a lot more people. Think helping people and inspiring people, it uh, that effect will mean more than, than my so-called embarrassment but we gonna get into it all right everybody so y'all been rocking with me for for a little over an hour now i appreciate you so i'm gonna go ahead and let you go so this has just been a uh a birthday session birthday podcast um just to just to kind of chill and, and talk with everyone and and Again, the the message of the day, everyone, is no matter what your passion is, no matter if you've been doing it for 10 years or 10 seconds, push forward, stumble forward. Even if you don't have it figured out after 10 years or 10 seconds, just go forward. As long as you're doing something to go forward, keep educating yourself, keep learning, keep growing, keep pushing anything that remotes that remotely gives you some sort of resistance against what you want, against your passion, against your dream, get it the fuck out of there. Get rid of it and then push forward. Push forward. You got to power everything that you have is inside of you. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. It doesn't have to be pretty. It don't need to be pretty. As long as you do it. Just stumble forward. We don't have to be perfect. We're not perfect anyway. But one thing we do have, we got the power to create. So create, create, make it happen. Crawl forward, slither, whatever you got to do, as long as you're moving forward, keep moving forward. All right. So I'm done preaching to (laughs) y'all. Thank you guys. Once again, you have tuned into the Talk My Credo podcast with yours truly, Dante Credo. Uh, Be sure to support us. You know, like us, follow us, where, wherever you may listen to this on your Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher, uh, provided by Red Circle. Shout out to Red Circle. I can't wait for you guys to start sponsoring me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but for real, but in all honesty and seriousness, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for all of my YouTube viewers. Please subscribe to the channel. Uh, like, comment. Let's talk. Let's talk. And I'm sure we gonna talk, but I said it before, I say it again, I want all the smoke. I'm with all the smoke. So, let me know what you think. Comment down below, uh, shoot us an email again at talkmycredo at gmail.com. And until the next time, so we, we gonna be back up in here in the, uh, a couple of days and I'm gonna have my boys with me. Biggie, Craig, Mac. Hopefully, I have both. But we know life is life. Life happens. But they're they're not going anywhere. They're, they're going to be right up in here talking our shit, and then you know we're going to have some more guests and stuff. So we we're stumbling forward. We're stumbling forward. So we're going to have it figured out. Then hopefully, maybe one day, you know, we can all kind of get together. We're kind of scattered. We'll get together, have this one big live thing going on, and we'll bring that authentic energy to y'all in a different fashion. So until then. Take care, stay safe, God bless, stumble forward.
I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.